going on this is the educated guest podcast and i'm justin your host hey if this is your first time joining i just want to welcome you to this community and you might be asking yourself you know what is this community what is this and if you found us via apple Podcasts or spotify or one of the eight nine ten other channels and platforms were distributed on then you might have clicked on it because it said virtual art school and maybe you're someone who's a designer or an artist type or just a generic creative and you're wondering okay this has to be something that's interesting to me and maybe they talk about some stuff i like and while i can't guarantee you that everything we say will will be something you like i can guarantee that everything we say will come from a place of understanding of where you are and where we think you are and where we know you are might vary depending on where your actual point is but we've been there before is what we're saying and where is there exactly for us so in this sense there for us is in a place of frustration with the alternatives of education that are out there everything is very transactional it's get to put in your time and get a job put in your time and get x amount percent higher in your pay or put in this time and get this out but the thing about life is that life isn't an atm your art form isn't an atm you didn't come to come to find this skill, find this talent, find this interest in art because it could get you something in return. Yes, fame and fortune and those things are definitely curious to a lot of us, but that's not why you do it. And we know that. And what you're seeking isn't something that could be spit out of a machine either. What you're seeking is a level of transformation in the way you think and think about and approach your art form. So whether you're a designer, a creative that doesn't like titles, whether you are multidisciplinarian, whether you are a musician, a writer, a poet, it doesn't quite matter what your medium is. It matters what you're trying to say. And we think that there are three forms of teaching that. And if more you stick with us, you'll learn more and more about those three particular forms, which are the development of the mindset, the development of the tactics and the development of the inspiration how to do those artfully and consistently and build those into being a part of your practice. So with that said, if you're interested in more, I know I've already outlasted the intro and I do that often, but it's okay because hopefully you're still listening. And if you're still listening, then you might be curious about how to become deeper and deeply entrenched into this community. And you can simply go to educated-guest.com to get more information most people follow us on Instagram at educated underscore underscore guests. So you can do that as well. Um, those are the only shameless plugs we have about, you know, prior to this, this particular lecture. But if you clicked on this, then I'm pretty sure you're interested in this idea of confidence and how to build it. And you might have, if you're anything like me in particular, then you like to understand what the adverse effects are of arrogance, because you find yourself trying to teeter that line in, in an interesting way that's not quite natural for you because every time you find a sense of confidence, someone tells you you're being arrogant. So you go back into your hole and then you don't know when to come out again. So you might wait a long time to, to show work that is truly great and you know it's great and you know it's coming from a good place, but because someone called you arrogant, you didn't really know what to do about that. So what we're going to do today is we're going to walk through the three broken promises of confidence, the three broken promises of confidence, as we refer to them. And it kind of starts with this thesis. It starts with this idea that most people 
mismanage their own confidence, right? Like everybody ends up building a slippery slope for, for low self-esteem in the process. So you think, like I just said, like I just outlined, you think you have confidence one day and then someone says something and calls it another name and now you're confused again and then you don't want to speak again because you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings because most artists are highly sensitive people in nature. And we're highly considerate people in nature as well, but only to the extent that people don't make us angry and that's when you stop being so considerate. So what we're going to do is walk through the three broken promises of confidence. And my hope, my hope here for the next 15 minutes or so is that you can tap into a true sense of confidence by understanding these bastard forms of confidence that we all run across and run into and possibly get leveled by at some point in our life, right? These are the very things that hold us back. So the first broken promise of confidence is an insecurity. Remember how I just mentioned what happens as soon as somebody says that you're being arrogant or you're being, you know, overconfident or you're being annoying, you're being bombastic, whatever their adjective of choice is, you shrink. You begin to think, oh man, I don't want to be that. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. So you feel a way when someone else is living great and you feel like you're nothing, you feel less than. This is a low view of self and a high view of others that you carry around. And when you're insecure, you're addicted to other people's approval. You're addicted to what people say. You're addicted to how people say it. You're addicted to what they will say, good or bad. And you're hanging on to it like the lifeline, like the only lifeline that you have. And insecurity is old saying that insecurity is the entrance into comparison and envy. And comparison is the death of creativity in my eyes. So what you want to do is you want to start looking for times when you're purposefully shrinking yourself. There's a, you know, for, and in, in the evangelical sense, it's always a tough word for me to say. I don't know why. But basically, as the Bible teaches, and this is not a um, religious show by any means, we make a we make several different um, Western and Eastern teaching references throughout throughout our throughout our education methods because there's a lot to learn from a lot of different religions. Um, but in particular, in the Christian teaching, there's a saying that a lamp wasn't created to be put under a bowl, so you shouldn't put yourself under a bowl either. So think about these ideas of being insecure, and think about those times when you have been insecure. I mean. If you're anything like me, then maybe you've been there and it's gotten to a point where you borderline can't breathe. You borderline might have a panic attack. And it's been there for many, many people. And most people lean even deeper into that place and they start saying things to themselves that they wouldn't even say or wish upon the person they hate the most. They don't even know how to say that to the person they hate the most. And that's the interesting part about insecurity being a low view of self and a high view of others is that even your enemy, the people you, the, you detest the most, you wouldn't even say what you say to yourself to them. And that's how insidious it is. So that's the first broken promise of confidence that you might be able to find some security by shrinking yourself, by going back into your shell. And that's not the case. So the second broken promise of confidence is this. Cynicism. There's an old saying that 
I was reminded of recently that a cynic knows the price of everything and the value of absolutely nothing. A cynic knows the price of everything and the value of nothing. And there's another saying in that same talk that I was listening to, that when you scratch the surface of any cynic, you'll find underneath a disappointed idealist. Scratch the surface of any cynic and you'll find underneath a disappointed idealist. Maybe you've been there too. And imagine yourself at age seven, eight, 10, 12, usually in these preteen, these pre-adolescent years where you move from a space of freedom and some people were introduced to trauma way early in life where you, you were stripped of your childhood, you were stripped of that free thinking and you stepped into a place of moving in fear. You stepped into a place where you didn't know why it was worth waking up in the morning to go after your craft. You didn't, you, you thought that it would be easy perhaps to grow a following on Instagram because your work was so awesome, but it took longer than you expected and other people were getting better results than you. So instead of saying, I'm going to work harder, or instead of saying, maybe it's something I need to update in my work, or maybe instead of saying, maybe this isn't the right platform for me, you say, social media doesn't matter. I can't stand social media. I can't even participate. So thinking about yourself as a participant in the game, this game of life, this whether you think it's a simulation or not, you have a you have a choice to make. You can participate or you cannot participate. You can get on the you can get in the game or you can stay out. But every artist I know, good, bad, or in between, always seeks to be in the game. No artist I know wants to be in the stands. None of them. But it's always the cynic who's in the stands that says, Oh, man, they're lucky. Oh, man, you know, I could have been that, but I could have been this. And, you know, it's only this, that, the third. You know, the only way that they did that is because of that. The only reason that happened for them is that you spend so much time sharing your low view of self and low view of others with the world that you're trying to disguise the idealism that was once broken. And with this low view of self and this low view of others, you end up in the darkest place possible where you don't even want to come outside. You think that it's all hopeless. You move in a, you move the energy of pessimism. You can't find how to, you can't even spell the word optimism. And this is the second broken promise of confidence because You don't even know which way to start. You don't know whether you should start looking at others as having a high view or looking at others as being better than you or just being excellent at what they do objectively. Or you don't know where to start with thinking of yourself as objectively, objectively good. You just find yourself in this strange abyss of nothingness, right? You just find yourself there. And you go about your day. And maybe eventually you choose a direction and you say, you know what? I'm going to start building myself up because I can't sit here all day. And this is where you get the third and final broken promise of confidence. It's called arrogance. 
this sense where you have a high view of self for no reason in particular. Maybe it's for a good reason. Maybe you've put in the work, actually. Maybe you found a way to do something more creatively, more efficiently than someone else. Maybe you met someone that you were in the right place at the right time and you just called it fate and it should have happened to you and no one else. But in truth, you're still looking at others as not being worthy to even stand with you, not even to walk on the same ground as you. And if you're anything like me, you've been there many times before. You've been there many, many times before. There's a saying that arrogance is just the camouflage for self-doubt. Because truthfully, you don't know if what you're doing is good enough. And the only problem with arrogance that I've found in, in personal experience and in the personal observation of others is that arrogance has to be kept up. Just like camouflage that you wear in the woods the second that your terrain changes, you're exposed. You might have your ghillie suit. You might be on the ground. You might be crawling. You might be good. But in the second that the seasons change and it starts snowing and you have a bright green or a forest green ghillie suit on. And granted, I've never, never been a military service member so I can't really speak on the details of how that actually goes. And shout out to all the people who do serve. Um, I do think that you would be exposed pretty quickly. And that happens in life, right? How many times have you think about how many times and how would you feel if the very thing that you were standing upon, the very foundation you built your whole creative empire on was Instagram or was Twitter, and one day Instagram went away, so your feed was no more. But all your confidence of when you showed up in person, when you met people, was, yo, check out my Instagram. Yeah, just catch me on a gram. Yeah, yeah, just swap on the gram. Yeah, we'll be good. How would you feel if that left you? How would you feel about showing up to that party and having to actually, do you f- having to actually be there, present? with nothing, bare, barren, stripped of all your clothing, stripped of all your ornamentation, all your accolades, all your credentials, and nothing mattered but who you were. How would you feel? So the good news, the good news is that you don't have to stay in one of these three places. You don't have to stay in this sense of having your, have your promise of confidence broken. There's actually another way, and this is what real confidence feels like. Real confidence is when you have a high view of others and a high view of self. It's when you are complete in your assessment of context and commitment. You are committed to excellence of your craft, of your work, doing the very best that you can And you have the context of knowing that someone might do it better. And the reason I can speak so passionately and so fluidly about this is because I've been there. And I started off this lecture by just saying that we try our best to understand where you are. And if we don't know exactly where you are, 
today, we've probably crossed that milestone before. And as we see more milestones down the road, we're reporting back to what we see. That's what this platform is all about. That's what these lectures are all about. That's what our education is all about. That's what Educated Guest is going to continue to be about. So thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for your committed membership of this community. Continuing to show up, continuing to contribute, continue to talk back to us. And in that same vein, if you want to keep talking back or begin talking back, you can go to at educated underscore underscore guests on Instagram and talk back to us. Let us know what you would like to hear. Let us know what you would like to see. And most importantly, let us know what you're facing. Send us a DM and let us know the problem you're facing for this week. And let's talk about it. That said, that's all we have for this time. 